and we're off. Folks, you know what it is. Uh, the semi-almost weekly, bi-monthly podcast, otherwise known as Vanderpod. I'm your host, Catherine Krieger. Uh, right to my left, we've got two cats. They're mine. They're very cute. And to my uh, other side, which is actually my left. It's called the right. Whatever. Uh, we've got... Will Meneker. Hey, I hope you haven't forgotten about us, and we certainly haven't <laughs> forgotten about you. Thanks for all the DMs. Yeah. Um, the people have been clamoring, just tens of people. Man. No, this is good. Uh, we've chosen to do a podcast based on a weekly TV show that essentially recaps it, but we've fallen behind. So, like, you know, if you've been watching the show, uh, we'll be talking about episodes now on this episode that you probably watched, you know, last month. Right, right. But, you I know, it's not really about, like, it's not you, really about that. It's really about us. It's not really about, yeah. And it's about the friends we made along the way. Um, and I'm very against this uh, attempt at a hobby that we do together uh, becoming work. So, I feel, well, again, I feel great about, I feel great about starting every single episode apologizing no non-apologizing no, no, for the don't, frequency no don't apologize this podcast don't, comes out never apologize to these we've people never apologize to them then the, they'll expect something we've been spending the intervening weeks um engaging with other media and also just kind of sharpening our brains for this moment so i'm feeling revitalized and i love the hell out of these episodes yeah they're good so let's start right off the bat scene opens you have the, the unsullied army marching into Winterfell. <laughs> Jon Snow and Daenerys riding next to each other, yep. king and queen. Arya and is looking on. You see a young boy straining to see. Oh my God. Just like Arya, excellent callback to when uh, Arya as a young child was actually straining to see her own father's execution. Wow, I love a visual bookend. Actually, that's the call out to when Arya was straining to see the entire uh, Baratheon. And Le- Sorry. Did, no, shut up! God damn it. Uh, well, yeah, no. In in the intervening weeks, I have uh, God, made you can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself. I've made Catherine start watching Game of Thrones, so she's a gamer now. But you can't, you, know, you can't make me do anything. It was my own choice. Uh, frankly, I only wanted to kind of have a base of knowledge to go to a Game of Thrones seemed premiere party um well now oh now you got it oh i got a big throner now you got show. you got some knowledge Folks, now you get it and we're rebranding as like just a nerd couple no that, that does game a game of thrones we podcast we are certainly not doing that so who is who's who's the winners and losers this, is, this week this in is westeros still, no this is still a podcast about like a really cool um girl um, but, as, you know, the limitation being uh, she works in media uh, in New York City dating a dang nerd um, who's always trying to pull her into nerd shit. Okay, real quick. Loser of the week. Oh, my God. Uh, the little Lord Umber who gets fucking stapled to the wall by the White Walkers. Uh, spoiler spoiler <laughs> alert, folks. He gets made into um, installation art by the White Walkers and mm-hmm. then set on fire by Lord Beric Dondarrion. I love a DIY winner of the week in Westeros, you're on Greyjoy for just like coming through and just, just tapping that ass, getting that queen. Again, we've only watched season one and I have no idea who that is or why he got to tap that ass. So, he, uh, uh, And please don't tell me because I don't want to know. He took the queen off the board, if you will, and put her in the bed. It's laying that good that Kraken pipe. I'm just going to let the dead air stretch okay. out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. No, we've been uh, we've been busy. Uh, Catherine, you, you went away. You were away for a minute. Uh, you moved in to the, the, the pod cave. I did. I live, well. in, I live in the Park Slope Mansion now. You moved into the Park Slope Mansion, but we also... Which is why there are now three cats living here, which um, for two people, that's the correct number of cats. Every time you look, you see a cat. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, but also, we went to Atlantic City, oh. and we went to a... A club event with the Toms. We sure at, did at the Atlantic City uh, Harrah's. Was it? Yeah, it was it? It was the, the pool. The pool at, at night. Like I think pool of it. after dark. Pool after dark. That's it, had, it. It had a slightly different name, but it was the idea is uh, they have a like an indoor pool that's in a like a dome, a huge glass dome, and it's, it's kind of like, like a, the inside of Epcot Center, except uh, not futuristic. A, there's a pool. There's a, a club environment and a lot of assholes. And uh, a, a bizarre amount of security as well. Well, you know, like the the Tom and Tom, they just sort of like, they did not get on stage. We just like, we're, we pressed up front to see them. I was them. really hoping that the Toms were going to kind of jump on stage and, you know, 
folks might not know this about us, but we're not constantly going to clubs and club appearances. So I didn't really know what to expect. If you're a but club I, promoter who'd like to make us an appearance. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Always, o- always up to that. Um, but so I expected one of the times, you know, maybe like the Charlie XCX uh, track is bumping and, you know, Schwartz gets up there. He's bumping. He's uh, jumping around. He's dancing. It was nothing like that. They basically did a receiving line uh, from behind the safety of like a metal, uh, uh, you know like the crowd thing that goes before a stage um got a nice selfie with uh sandoval me and a couple uh internet girls who were very nice hilariously we did end up in the background of like an official club photo promoting the event yeah. so it's like it's not even computer enhanced it's just like sandoval <laughs> throwing up a selfie with some screaming girls and then just like in the background you can just see like will and Catherine. yeah just looking cool yeah that was pretty cool um and of course you know we met schwartz before so it was kind of like a reunion with uh, yeah with an with old our friend, friend our friend tom schwartz he absolutely recognized us and um you know looking forward to seeing sandoval again he was amazingly um wearing kind of like mirrored aviators which i didn't know anyone still wore non-ironically drip and they were just he just had them planted in the middle of his forehead like they weren't they weren't in transit between his like the bridge of his nose and his head they were just smack dab in the middle of his forehead so trend alert just ladies and gentlemen drip for days so uh in the intervening uh, time we did do another actual real life uh vanderpump style event and party well no we almost did no no we i mean we went to the club appearance that, that's oh what yeah yeah. About. yeah 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 um but we- let's uh let's get into uh the episodes for this week we'll be talking about the episodes tom versus tom and trouble in la la land that's right it's a two for we're catching up we got we got we're still we're still behind but we're steadily getting there we've got our momentum back yeah i'm feeling sharp we're feeling fresh we've got bands for days you know like m- moving is just it takes it out of you it's true it really does it's true it does so um, tom versus tom uh, of course begins the grand opening of tom tom fast approaches and we begin with uh lisa trying to teach tom schwartz about how to run a restaurant and boy, oh boy, is it going well. Teaching Toms. Teaching both, the both Toms. Toms. Well, the thing is, Sandoval knows about how to make drinks and how to use like the, the computer program well, but where uh, you if we've learned, charge people. If we've learned nothing, that is uh, far from all it takes to <laughs> run a business. But of course, Sandoval, no, that's is, all, that's Sandoval all is much more uh, well-equipped <laughs> yeah. than Schwartz, obviously. And Sandoval isn't there because he he is in the middle of buying a motorcycle. Yeah, he's window shopping for a motorcycle with uh, Ariana, who very sensibly is like um we're buying a house like why do you want to spend 15 grand on this thing you're going to use once so yeah sandoval's big idea is to buy a motorcycle with a sidecar so that he can drive a motorcycle open uh up to the grand opening of tom tom with schwartz sitting in the sidecar which you know does sort of I think accurately reflect their sort of brand. Oh, absolutely! And just the energy yeah. that they bring, the whimsy that they yeah. bring, a, a kind of childlike, um, perhaps uh, deeply fraternal, but in like a Game of Thrones way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like they fuck each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's got to be Schwartz in the sidecar, yeah. Sandoval. Revin, revin the engine and it's very much uh you know that's a metaphor for things to come in this episode and he's like you know yeah exactly and he's like you know my budget is like 15 grand and you know Catherine, as you mentioned you know ariana his girlfriend just has to you know so relentlessly live in the real world yeah you know budget wise what, what a shame what a heartbeat <laughs> and she's she like is. uh you know we're trying to buy a house. You're about to open a business that's like there's no guarantee that like it's going to succeed. Maybe it isn't the best time to buy something totally absurd. Okay, you say that, but Sandoval, I think quite rightly, explains to her that he's been thinking about buying a motorcycle for a year. Right. So that's like, in a way, that's like financial planning Again, to buy a motorcycle. That, that truncated thing about uh, that we've loved tracking. Jack's been thinking about that sweater line for three years. Um, you I've know, been a, a dreaming of being a hockey marketing executive yeah, my people, whole life. People always have been like revealed that they've been dreaming of something we've never heard about before for quite some time. Uh, but my favorite part of the scene is what Sandoval is wearing. Oh, I have. I, yeah, I wrote the notes on this. We got Sandoval is wearing a vegan leather jacket in his own world. So like a a faux leather jacket. Well, he's like always cosplaying. So he, he wore purple, that to look tough. A purple fishnet t-shirt. Mm-hmm. 
And then like pants with like a million pockets and straps on them. They're very hot topic. And like a backwards hat or something. Yep. So like he was he was dripping as usual. And yeah. then also hilariously in his in he his, always dresses for the role. It's like you know whether it's like you know the Ice King, right. whether it's like a you know Renaissance uh, costume ball I feel like attendee. He wakes up every day and he's like, who am I going to play today? You well, my I favorite mean? in the sort of in his solo like the the solo interviews to break things up. His outfit is. It's like it's like a pinstripe suit jacket that has racing stripes that go down the arms. Yeah. So it's like it's like looking at a race car. He's uh, a busy dresser. How about yeah. that? He's got a lot of looks. Um, so Sandoval definitely going forward with the plan to buy a motorcycle and sidecar because, as he said, you only get one grand opening to your first business ever. So why not spend fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> on it? Uh, more exciting to me is that we get an appearance finally on this season of the Tom Triplets, the Schwartz tw- Triplets. Uh, remind me, is it their triplets? He is one of the triplets? No, 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 no. He no. has triplet he has, brothers, right? He, yes. Tom Schwartz's younger brothers are, are a set of identical triplets. And they're all identical in the same like, um, non-notable kind of white guy, unattractive, <laughs> dowdy way. They don't look like Schwartz at all, but all three of them look Ex- like like beyond identical. Well, they're all kind of socially weird, which they is all- why I, I was upset that we actually... <laughs> there's a little bit of them in a club scene where uh, James is DJing, but you don't really get much of them like... Talking like you did yeah, during no. the wedding episode. First of all, they all dress alike, so it's hard to tell them apart. And then, like you get no, they don't really have a personality, or what little you get to see is just them being like, "This Ooh, is cool, yeah, Ooh, this is cool." I did. They they did show them Tom Tom, and they they were uh, genuinely blown away by all the clocks and stuff behind the bar. They were like, "Wow, well, see, they wow, are, look at that Tom." They are the perfect population to like be blown the fuck away by Tom Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like walk in and be like. I've been transported to another world, you know? <laughs> wow. So uh, I see here, uh, going back to our first royalty-free music break, <laughs> uh, this one goes, welcome to the high life, that next level. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is big, pedal to the metal, that next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's no Lil Nas X, um, but... So yeah, they go to the they go to the club called Ohm on Hollywood and Highland, a uh, street corner in Los Angeles. Where that, will you've had some well, good times at that exact corner? It's Have a it's perhaps? a it's a stretch of Hollywood Boulevard that a uh, good friend, our good friend and friend of the show, Josh Androsky, described to me once as, "Would you like to see the gaping asshole of American culture <laughs> uh, basically shit itself out in front of your eyes?" And you took a photo with uh, that gaping uh, asshole. Well, we took a you photo. Guys, you guys were the gaping <laughs> assholes. I, yeah, but- uh but yeah an iconic spot for will uh definitely gonna have to go to this club because it looked terrible the next time we're We're, in la we're gonna go to next time we will have to take a uh a field trip to ohm and report back because it'll definitely still be open oh and then one more thing yeah when the the triplets are all at the club they all have sort of identical like wyatt coke style party guy t-shirts yeah so again, another way to like one of them is mysteriously like kind of getting a lap dance from one of the club girls because of course they have a booth. Yeah, uh, and the reason that they have the booth is that uh, this is a James DJ gig, and he's playing like it's a big club. There's like a couple of, like there's like a thousand people in there or something. Well, not or, that I would say like probably four or five hundred. No, that looks a lot more than that. Well, whatever. The capacity is way bigger than Sir. Yeah, and he's playing to this big uh, crowd who are there. Uh, interestingly enough to see him dj and he hooked up his old friends from sir with a uh, booth how nice james yo james is killing it he's killing the game you know it cannot be denied james is killing the dj game in well, hollywood but, but it's almost like he's unfulfilled you know it's like his heart is still calling out for something for, more i want to go on a trip i want to go to a birthday I party wanna, i want to have friends <laughs> yeah. oh. so Here's where we get going with the real motor of uh, the, these next two episodes. Vroom. Like all the drama that takes place on Vander Pump Rules, it is just all about... It's all said drunkenly at a club. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> the plans are made, and then it's like an all a question of... It's like Game of Thrones. It's like politics. Who lives, who dies, except in this world, it's like... Unfortunately, no one dies. Who gets to go on a, a fun vacation with the gang, or who gets to go to a birthday party? Right. So at the club... Uh, is it Sandoval or Schwartz? It's Sandoval. Well, they're both kind of leaning They're both kind in, of into it. They're leaning Sandoval, in. Sandoval is the one who, they're they're talking to each other about 
we gotta have a bachelor party before we get uh, married 5% to the game. Married to Tom Tom. <laughs> And then it's Sandoval, you know, after Schwartz is like goading him, it's Sandoval who leans over and says to James, like, oh, yeah, you should come on this trip we're thinking about. And, of course, James is very enthused. Well, I mean, they, they want to be nice to James because he hooked him up for for his um, his massive DJ set. Well, at and Club also, they're Ohm. always fucking things up by trying to in, invite and, James. And, you know, they're trying to be cool to invite James. And once again, Jackson, his sort of new role this season, if anything, it's like the reason this season has He's been a little the, bit... Yeah, the conscience It's of been things. a little bit off because Jax has, like, you know, is, I don't know, seems to be restraining his natural sociopathy or perhaps, just perhaps or just growing or like his person. just his instinct as a shit stirrer that's what made the show so good is that Jax was always just stirring up trouble he was always trouble. at the center of the drama and, and like always being conniving and sharing people's secrets and now he's just laying in the cut and he's watching Tom and Tom invite James and he's just like I'm not saying anything but you know what you're going to play yourself because as soon as you I tell... I know it's a bad idea. As soon as you tell the girl group, you know, you're gonna, there's going to be hell to pay. Which, again, and wouldn't you know doesn't it, exactly take a genius to predict that, but in this group, it does take a genius you know it, to predict wouldn't that. Wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what happens, particularly with Tom Schwartz's wife, Katie, who, as we all know, is the one that has, like, the, the most beef with James because he called her fat. So they, uh, they, they, they call the girls to, like, just let it drop. Okay, like... So I picked out a picked out a chill dope spot. <laughs> it's in Puerto Vallarta. It's got a it's got an infinity pool that looks out onto an another infinity pool. So it's like <laughs> double infinity. No, uh so then they're like, yeah, so like you know, the usual game's going, you know, like Sheena, Peter, me, Tom, Jax, James. And the, and, the, and the, what? And they're then like, they, they say, give, that, say that again. They give the news to uh, Katie and Stassi and Ariana, who are they're at, all together. They're all together at a cat cafe. And dear listener, since you last heard us, as Catherine mentioned earlier, our dang the dang pod cave, the trap house mansion, has become oh, a we cat are, cafe. We are the cat cafe. We are our own yeah. cat cafe now. So I loved this. You know, dogs get a lot of love on this show. It was good to see some feline representation. Exactly. You know, I don't know how they treat cats in China, but I'm going to look into it, and we're going to be having a a big a big pod fundraiser at you know a little field or maybe just some club. Yep. A, a club in Atlantic City, maybe. We could take it to all. We could take it to home yep. yeah um atlantic city is a little little closer a little easier to do that's nah, fine hey nothing nothing is too good for these cats in china <laughs> we're gonna uh, uh note to self do research on cat treatment in <laughs> china um so yeah they're calling to say uh, so, oh by the way james is it okay if james comes they're not really saying is it okay uh, they're, they're just, just saying, saying so james is coming him. uh or you know is that okay uh no, completely not okay for James. And then they're in the awkward position, especially Tom Schwartz, of having to be like, I can't choose James going on this vacation over the woman I married. Because right. it's just going to be like... So then they're in the awkward position of having to rescind an invitation. Which has happened with respect, with respect to James like multiple, multiple times. I was trying to get a handle on how many group trips or parties has he actually been allowed to come to and I think it's like one or two. Like it's not that many. And uh, yeah, basically, I, and I'm like screaming at the screen at this point, and Will is um, not because he's a guy. But I'm like, yeah, f- uh, of course. You know, they kind of show Swartz being like, well, I thought it was over. Like, you know, Katie was over it basically. And I was like, no, you idiot. Like the girl, your wife is never going to be over. Uh, the guy who viciously attacked her appearance, you know, like you just don't get over that. And uh, frankly, very man behavior to be like, oh, yeah, I thought that was last year. You know, what's the big deal? Uh, you know who is a man who would who would have forgiven, you know, insults and maybe turn the other cheek? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The original Dude's Rock. So, you know, being very unchristlike. Oh. <sighs> Dude's I mean, rock. maybe that's just maybe that's just a girl thing. So Dude's rock not, is insidious. Not follow girls the forg- teachings girls of Jesus forgive Christ. Forgive sometimes, but they never forget. And uh, I respect that girl girl power in uh, 2019. Uh, how about some royalty free music? This one just goes: just drive, let's drive, <laughs> just drive off the cliff. Then we're driving in a car. Uh, so then we now we get move on to um, a glimpse into. Uh, 
Uh, Kristen and Carter's relationship, that was the drama on the previous episode, is him being confronted by Many years ago. Stasi and Katie, who are just like... Actually, like, in their bedroom. Yeah, why are you such a bad boyfriend? Uh. And then, of course, at the Cat Cafe, they were talking hilariously about how ever since uh, they've had a kind of public tiff... And everyone sort of knows that she's not happy. Kristen has just been doubling down on the IG with the cute couple photos. Best boyfriend ever. Like Ashtag, heart emoji. Ashtag, heart Ashtag emoji. I fucking love my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. uh, which uh, disgusting. You, which you know is what happy couples do. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you're constantly posting about look at how happy we are, that's a sign of so relationship um, health. So they're having an anniversary dinner, Kristen. Except, and- except for us. that we are. We don't overdo it we mention each other yeah sure yeah that's no we're we're actually we're, no, we're, we're, we're the you're we're the hashtag goals if you're you know listening to this yeah um so they have their, they have an anniversary uh dinner where they talk about Oof. where carter says like you know your friends uh they all think i'm an asshole because like you just tell them all the bad stuff. all the bad stuff like all that stuff about like you know how i don't pay rent or do anything like we need to keep that in-house you know that's a, yeah. I really love that. Uh, could we keep all the stuff that makes me sound like a bad partner? Uh, could we keep that in house? Uh, yeah, and like you know, this is just a ladies. If you only no. tell your girlfriends no. the bad things about your boyfriend, they're gonna think you have a bad boyfriend. No, so only tell them good things about your boyfriend, and then everyone will be like, "Wow, what a good boyfriend you have." Mm. I'm gonna try to steal him because that's you know no so, but, no wait, wait that's not how women be thinking absolutely not okay no but you know uh, Will doesn't understand female <laughs> friendship he doesn't understand the depths of female female friendship the peaks and the valleys male friendship is like bounded between you know like plus twenty minus twenty you know it's like you can't go that low but you're never gonna reach those highs what I'm saying is men are stupid that's what I'm saying. Back to the day. What I'm doing is going to turn the other cheek there. Dude's Back rock. to the day. Dude's they rock. sit down <coughs> and immediately uh, Carter orders for them two martinis and wine. So I'm like, okay, this date is off to a great start. And Kristen immediately has that look on her face where she's like eating shit. Like she's not happy from the onset. And uh, still makes Carter take a very pained smiling with an anniversary cake photo. So... Yeah, wow. Everything's great there. Uh, best wishes to them. Uh, also, things doing great on the uh, the Girls' Night In event. Uh, still doing, you know, blockbuster <laughs> business. At, uh, still t- losing money. 10, per- a- 10 to 15% less than what uh, <laughs> James Kennedy was bringing in, I'm imagining. Uh, and also still no sign of Billy. Uh, Billy comes in next episode. Well, but she's not, she's not invited or she didn't appear at Girls' Night In, which was part of the Oh, you're right. Drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess the other thing is that uh, Sheena wants the girls to come and see her new place in, you know, Marina Del Rey in the uh, West Side. Out on the, in the and boonies. And she tries to, like, really cajole them, be like, I'm making dinner and we'll have drinks. And then, like, you could see Katie just being like, yes, I really she's want just to shrinking come. away. You know, because she's like, well, I don't really like you. And also, I don't want to drive, like, uh, more than 30 minutes to come to your, your apartment. Um, so they, they come over and then the, that guy, Adam, it's like girls night, but like Adam, who she keeps calling, Sheena keeps calling, Her he's best my bestie. Friend. He's my bestie. Of course he's going to be there. Ladies, you love when that guy's your bestie, right? You're putting that guy in the bestie zone. Um, so it's, yeah, it's girls, girls v. boys regarding, uh, James. And this all comes to a head in the parking lot of Sir. Where Schwartz has to tell an iconic spot an, for so, confrontation. Yeah, we love it. Will and I took a very uh, actually had to get a photo in the back of Sir because I was like, you have no idea how many all-out confrontations have happened here. Uh, season one, it's one which, of the best which spots, but you did, didn't watch. Um, and uh, we weren't let down. It was a, a callback in some ways, a bookend. So Schwartz is like, uh, you know, for first of all, before that, we get another hilarious shot of Jack's being a bad bartender where a woman orders a mojito and he's just like, nah, I'm not muddling things tonight. You, I love you want that. a Cosmo, right? And she like looks not pleased, <laughs> of course. Um, well, you should know what you're getting with Jack's. Great, great bartender. So uh schwartz has to be like you know tom let me holler at you for a second uh outside hey homie um, uh homie let's let's let's, were let's you excited chop for mexico? it up for a bit let's what if you weren't gonna go to mexico or, or like you know no uh just say could, we need to disinvite james right and you know sandoval 
he's sort of pissed about this because you know then he has to because he's kind of a little bitch mm-hmm. and then ariana comes out and tells schwartz like hey you know you're being an asshole because you always make my tom look like an asshole by being by basically forcing sandoval to be the one to uh disinvite james which again has happened before and she's not totally off base here because Schwartz is the one who even more desperately never wants to be disliked, I think. But in this case, it was technically Sandoval who uh, invited James absolutely in air. But uh, no, with Ariana getting involved, she's kind of shouting at uh, Schwartz. And you know this uh, situation is combustible. It's combustible. And then Katie comes out. We got, we got both ladies involved. And, and Where's then, this headed? Nowhere good. I think Katie's definitely been drinking. Oh, she's, she's, got, a, she's got her drunk eyes she, on. It's just like a freight train bearing down on you. And it kicks off between her and Sandoval. What I love the most, and you know, again, a woman watching this thing was... So Ariana's basically sh- kind of shouting at Schwartz about like, you're mean to my... Or you're, you know, you're being mean to my man. And then Katie comes out and Ariana immediately does that woman to woman thing where she like pets her arm and it's like kind of cooing like, oh, hey, well, I was just kind of like having to call out your husband, basically, you mm. know, like she's immediately like already backing away from it. Would this be one of the the highs or lows of uh duplicitous female relationships? <laughs> I didn't say duplicitous, oh, okay. just because there are highs Two-faced, and lows. Two-faced, um, <sighs> sort of polar... Uh, Two poles, sort of bi-monthly, but polar. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, no. So, you know, the women get involved, and because both of the men are huge dumbasses, uh, it becomes a bit of a bit of a blow-up. And uh, how did it get resolved? I can't really remember. Uh, basically... Oh, oh uh, Sandoval basically blows up about, like... Uh, you know, he, Sandoval, I'm sorry, I think it makes a, a, a accurate, fair point to his thing, is that Katie has uh, blown up at people and been very rude to them and, for instance, called Lala a whore, um, has been you know rude and insulting to other people on the show and has never got fired for it. And, but you the know, one thing James you can't do is her. call her fat and then, oh, oh, you're going to get that guy fired. And he calls Katie a bully. He yep. says, you know, you're a bully. And then it's not really resolved. Like, you know, Schwartz has to call an Uber to the back of Sir <laughs> so they don't have to walk through. Well, and they also played kind of a little highlight reel of, of Katie's track record in uh, messing with people. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, he's got a point. He's got a point. No, dudes do not rock. So they they go home and then like and then Schwartz comes in the next day to be like, dude, like James can't come. Like I had you know I had to deal like what you saw in the parking lot. Oh, I had to deal got, with that for the rest of the, the night. I to, all night, you know. Yeah, he, what, of what you didn't, of what you didn't see, I'm sure was even worse. So Sandoval's like, you know what? This is my friend. This is my business partner. If his wife's not happy, you know, we gotta gotta go for it. Sorry, Catherine is just, uh, we're doing the cat, ca- she's just shaking the cat cafe right now. I'm trying to wake up one of the cats. They've been keeping us up. They're too playful. Um, So it's it's morning now, or like the next day in TomTom, <laughs> and uh, James, oh, they're going to do a food tasting for their menu, and Lisa requests, Lisa requests a spit bucket so that she doesn't have to swallow any of the food. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, <laughs> she says she gets fat. She just wants to chew it up and spit she, it into a bucket. She's the queen, so I'm going to let it go. Um, but then James comes in to talk to the Toms and Lisa. In what about, I feel like had to be a producer setup. Right? Yeah, like, like, you know, he wanted to talk oh, to James, Lisa. James, go to Tom Tom, and you're going to talk to Lisa about like the getting, Billy Brunch getting DJ back set. in with Sir, basically. And, you know, so he meets with Lisa, and Lisa's like, okay, fine. You can DJ Billy's brunch thing. And it's like his first step back into the, the Sir family. And then and Lisa me- kind of grudgingly and accepts then, that. Grudgingly accepts it, but like James it's does Billy's his thing. But James does his routine where he's like, Lisa, Lisa, I've been doing, I've been doing so good. You know, I've really been improving myself. I've been doing better. How could I not do? I'm, how could I do any better I'm not, than I'm doing I'm not now? Drinking, I'm not I'm drinking. I'm anger management. I'm doing anger management, and then they cut to him <laughs> actually in an anger management classes where he's doing breathing exercises. Yeah, and like kind of can, thumping on his body. Yeah. It kind of reminded ooh. me of uh, Matthew McConaughey doing the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It reminded me of Mike Cernovich's uh, Gorilla Mindset breathing exercises. It probably was that. He, James probably is getting life coached by Mike Cernovich, which well, we probably explain a is, lot. Uh, James does this whole song and dance about like, Lisa, things are going so good for me. And like, if this brunch goes well, like maybe I can come back on Tuesdays. And again, he doesn't need Sir anymore. He had this big club bumping for him. But, you know, you seem to see Lisa being like, okay, maybe. And then... It lasts five seconds. Because then, of course, the Toms tell him, uh, actually, due to Swartz's wife, you can't come to the Mexico vacation. Due to ladies. Due to ladies' problems. And, and he flips his uh, shit James immediately. does not take it so well. Uh, when your breathing exercises don't work, and he just says, fuck your wife, bro. Yeah. You're a pussy to Schwartz and stalks out of the restaurant, followed by Sandoval. And, and Lisa, Lisa, Lisa and like, is front row for all of this. After James just did his whole thing about like I'm doing so good controlling my anger is, now, uh, and this is now like of course t- he cries. Also, this is now a to be continued into the next episode, Trouble in La La Land, which begins with him outside ranting and crying. You know, James, he's an angry crier. Oh, you know, he like is, he can't get angry and not cry. He gets all red. He's well, like, Lisa. I'm doing so good. How much more can how much more can I take? Exactly, exactly. You know, and again, it's like so clearly on a very deep level, he uh, feels some need to be involved with this sir crowd. Like even though again he's playing to the big pumping club, it's like he so desperately wants back into this world, uh, probably because he wants to be on the TV show more. Um, but things things get to the point where you Ken know, has to get Ken involved. comes out. You get a is, rare Ken appearance. Not just a rare, not just a rare Ken appearance, but a Ken speaking words, right? Which is like seldom ever happens well, on the show. Well, it's kind of a, a conciliatory, like he's you know being, he's being like knock it, it off, down, James, James, because it's about yeah. to turn into a security issue. Like James is. At an eleven, he's like saying, "Like, grab me a cigarette and all." I need this. a ciggy. I need, I need, I need a fag, bro. Um, yeah, that was that was really good. How, but like, he does kind of like they do kind of pull him back from the edge because like Lisa's there, and I think he knows he can't really go completely ape shit. Well, and Lisa makes sure to say like, "This isn't going to make you start drinking." So, um, so yeah, he, he gets through he it. He stalks away. Him and Sandoval, they they hug it out, and uh, it's like that. That's that. That's resolved for the time being. Yes. Uh, we then get um, some Stasi and Bo, and Stasi in the middle of writing her book. First of all, uh, the scene opens. Bo comes in. He's glistening from like a run, or maybe he's been kind of like at a like a CrossFit class at the gym. He's wearing a cutoff. His arms are rippling. He's looking great. His tattoos looks, are kind of dumb. Look a little, look a little, little like he was retaining some water to me. Looks a little. <laughs> A little pudgy, maybe really, really stupid tattoos, like yeah. some sort of dream catcher covering his entire uh-huh. shoulder and no, arm. Oh, yeah, he, pretty, was look, he was looking like a stupid. whole damn meal. Pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and they immediately start uh, talking well, Stasi about. Stasi is saying that, you know, she's trying to write her book. She's got a book deal. And she says, you know, writing an actual book is hard. It's so overwhelming. And I'm like, damn, relatable. Even though you wrote a book with well, five <laughs> other people. So, <laughs> four other people, five. And she has to call her editor for an extension. And uh, she's really nervous. Yeah, and I, I I bet. You know, these editors, they don't play around, you know? I mean, we turned our book in exactly on time. Did you, know? you actually? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Again, you had five people, though. Was, you know. And Saucy cr- Saucy's crunching the numbers about like, all right, there are 400 words on a page. That means like 40 sentences. That means like uh, uh, 40 like clever thoughts. And I'm like, well, we I'm should like, probably I'm do like a- damn. Well, like I think her book is out now or it's coming out. I believe it's uh, it's either out or about to be out. There's starting to be some press. We should probably do an episode about her book. We absolutely should. What's I was, it called again? Like Basic Upgrade? or uh, like... Hang on. It's called Next Level Basic. Next Level Basic. Basic Bitch Handbook. I know. Oh, it's out April 16th. That's tomorrow. Oh, there we go. This is not a Tomorrow's prom- pub day. This is not not a, a promo, by the way. You'll and be I, listening to this on the publication date of uh, Stasi's book. And wow. I, I know this because I was looking at... Uh, can, can I tell yeah, you Yeah, go this? for it. Um, as part of the press, she reveals in the book... And, you know, this is a storyline that we've been following very closely at Vanderpod. And frankly, this makes so much sense that, you know, it felt like everything just clicking into place. Uh, Stasi apparently reveals in the book 
that uh, Jax tried to get her into Scientology back in the day when they were together. And they did an interview at the Celebrity Center. They did an and, interview yeah. at the Celebrity Center with Tom Cruise's memoir, Mentor. No less. Mentor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Um, and uh, what is... She's, she's like, Jax was never the sharpest tool in the shed. And um, basically they separated them by uh, gender... And uh, she writes that he took me into a room alone to watch a video that involved a kid eating a boiled egg and then witnessing a car accident. So well, th- th- this uh, normal, echo- normal religion. This echoes hilariously what Tom Cruise said in that famous interview about being a Scientologist, where he said, being a Scientologist means you're different. When you're driving along the highway and you see a car accident, you know that you're the only one who can help. Right. <laughs> Yeah. When you see a kid eating a hard-boiled egg, you know you're the only one who can stop him. Yeah, I, you know, if you're a Scientologist or you know an EMS worker or something like that. So apparently they uh, pay $100 each for these textbooks because, again, Scientology should not be tax-exempt. It's a pyramid scheme. It's not a religion. Uh, and, can I blow uh, your mind for a second? Uh, no religion should be tax-exempt. How about that? How about there's no actual difference between Scientology would, and would, the Catholic Church? you would say this on the day Notre Dame is burning. <laughs> sure, sir, I am shocked and frankly appalled. Uh, Vanderpot is anti-Catholic uh, ch- Church's burning. How about... Uh, Prove me wrong. No- Prove me wrong. <laughs> How about Notre, Notre Dame, but it's just for the fellas? <laughs> That one, no, that was that was bad. <laughs> that was really bad. Um, anyway, so they dabbled in Scientology, which I love. And uh, how did I get here? Oh, she gets a, a book exception. She, she, yeah, she gets an extra month to write the book. Uh, royalty-free music update. Ride all night. Ride all day. Till the sun fades away. Actually, ride, ride, ride. I actually kind of like this one. You know, It was like a Lana Del Rey cast off. And, you know, whom amongst us doesn't relate to just uh, riding all day, you know? You got to ride all day. Indeed. Po- pod all night. Uh, okay, so then then uh, Chris, no, Sheena gets the ladies to come to her house for enchiladas. Enchilada night. Saucy and, yeah. has bedazzled a handle of Tito's. And she's like, I put your face on it because I know how much you like seeing your face on things. Hilarious is, neg because yeah. it is one of uh, Sheena's, Sheena's glamour shots. Absolutely. And she does. Frankly, the most striking thing about her current apartment is she like doesn't have that many visible photos of herself on the walls. Well, we've made up for that because since you moved in, all... The entire the entire house is just decorated with photos of us, yep. photos of you, and text based art. Live, laugh, love. The states we're from, yep, yep. and then like our like, initials, like just like a big sign. It just says like tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Sat- Saturdays are for mimosas. <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, we have um uh our our doormat says tequila uh, girl, come yeah. on in, party time. Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, so. They're all over for, um, uh, uh, and then Kristen comes in. And is just uh, like, I'm, I'm not eating. I'm not just like I'm not, not feeling it. Uh, <laughs> so then they have like some pseudo confrontation. That was I don't even remember what that it was, was about. Fine. Basically, like Katie's like, I haven't seen you in a while, Kristen, and like, can we talk about that thing? And then she's like, everything's fine with me and Carter. You know, she's lying through her teeth and she's not eating. And I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna uh, read too far into any of that. But she looks stressed and not at ease mm-hmm. perhaps because she knows her friends are correct and you know she doesn't want to admit it that her relationship is failing um just put a couple more filters on a photo will fix that problem i'm sure uh but even better than that uh we do get to see james was already packed for the mexico trip <laughs> he's, and he's, he's like jumping he's out, jumping his out his like perfectly packed suitcase to, and he's saying to Raquel, he's like, i guess i won't be needing that anymore so i'm not going to mexico <laughs> i'm like you're, had, like, you're throwing had, out he your had a suitcase. giant sombrero that was packed and ready to go <laughs> Novelty, he had a, ba- like, a bandolier <laughs> of uh ammunition yeah yeah, he's uh he's bummed and also I'm like, wow, how close to the trip could they have told you you weren't going? I, don't, I know, but like, I never packed before the night before, so I was like, what are you doing, my man? Well, you know, he he takes packing seriously and then hilariously Raquel in her like, you know, anime robot way is just like, James, honey, I'm I'm mad on your behalf. I'm mad for you, not at you. I too am mad. I am experiencing registering the- emotion. <laughs> yeah, uh 
And then this is really good. James says to her, he's like, babe, babe, I just, I love you so much for sticking up for me. And then, then of course, my addition to that was like, and um, of course, believing me when I told you that I, after me and the girl, I was fucking like, it's literally told you that I'd been cheating on you forever now. So he's like, thanks, babe, for sticking with me and for, for not believing all those lies that everybody told you about me. Yep, yep, yeah. I know it's like everybody's saying one thing and I'm saying the other, but thank you for believing me <laughs> and sticking with me because it's the truth. Yeah, she's a, she's a real ride or die. Um, but this is uh, this is good. But then we're all going to uh, the Billy Brunch oh, at no, Sir. No, no, no. We, okay, we got one more? The, uh, so this is the moment of transition is Lala's in the studio. Oh, God. Laying down the some tracks. Saucy and uh, Ariana stop by. Yeah, he's she's laying down some tracks with uh, such producers as Black Elvis. You get a Black Elvis? Uh, oh, and, 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 you know, she's doing her kind of... Um, how would you characterize her singing? It's very soulful. She's, uh, the, the, so this chorus of the song was Tell me what it's for Tell me what it's for And she's like Now that my dad's died This song has like a new you know, she, meaning. Yeah she wrote it before his death She's um, like What is life for Now that my this, you know, dad is isn't around The is still for nothing now yeah. uh, But the, the takeaway is Stassi and Ariana come visit her And she is they, they just barely mention the whole thing with James and Lala flies into a rage about basically like, I would rip rip his fucking eyes out, that fucking Brit. Like she is, she goes to 11 in one second to the point where Stasi looks like a little scared, which is really saying something because, you know, she's she's the crazy eyes of the show. Lala's usually. Been, uh, it's been a little up and down lately. And at yeah, one that's point what they says, say. And at one point says, I feel like it's, Lala says of herself, I feel like it's a luxury to be friends with me. So it's like not no. everyone gets to have it. Well, and at this point in the show, I'm still like, you know what? It is. Uh, know thy value, Lala. Oh, wait. I just have one more quick thing in between there. Uh, Jax and Brittany go to the doctor because uh, Brittany's been having stomach problems. And they go to like, uh, I love this is just like the one detail I picked on, like the, the gastro doctor that they take him to. Like when he's insulting them, has a Louis Vuitton belt. And I'm like. That's L.A. Like the, you wouldn't. That is inconceivable. If I went to a doctor in New York and they had a Louis Vuitton belt on, I would leave. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly, or if it's, I went clearly to the doctor, it's like a Hollywood doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he also says you can't drink in Mexico because you might uh, have you ulcers. You can't drink or have sp- anything spicy or citrus. So like, so there home. goes Mexico. Yeah, stay home. Yeah, you literally cannot do anything fun in. Me- you can go swimming, maybe. Well, and it reminded me, and I don't know if this is season one, so I don't know if you saw it, but when Jax gets one of his nose jobs, the doctor is telling him, like, now, can, yeah, I saw that. Like, you can't have sex for three days, and Jax is like, what? He, he actually is like oh well i won't be doing that um but so yeah the moment in the studio is kind of a turning point in the rest of the episode uh the driving force is going to be lala's rage lala is yes yeah, so like you said she's been a little up and down lately and <laughs> our next uh music cue our royalty free music yeah we got it good good we got it good good, good we got good. it good good except if you're lala um Oh, and then there's one other song. There's a middle thing about Jack's getting angry. They're planning their engagement party, and Brittany wants like a mashed potato fountain that and costs it's, eight thousand dollars. It's going to cost three hundred large <laughs> ones just for the mashed potato bar. The mashed potato. It's a mashed potato fountain. It's like it's, you no, just, no. You, you put said, a cup. You said you, you want no, a mashed potato. I want to. You put a cup under the mash, and it's just like a waterfall of mashed potatoes and gravy. And well, you and again, the, the gendered response to this is I'm kind of like, oh, mashed potato bar sounds like kind of fun, you know, three hundred bucks. Who cares? And all we'll, the fixings. And Will's like, um, no. And if it was, it would be a fountain. So, no, I'm th- I, this is the class thing, not not a gender thing. Mm. I want oysters and, and champagne. All right, well, good to know you're not going to cheap out. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm, you know, I got my Pinterest board, you know, <laughs> doing big things. Oh, and then we also get, uh, we get to see some like B-roll footage of Sandoval. Uh, getting his motorcycle license because he's definitely buying the motorcycle and living it up doing some witty banter <laughs> with a really impressed DMV employee. <laughs> well, who clearly didn't sign the release because yeah, he yeah. don't show his face. <laughs> yeah. And he's like... Sandoval's like, oh, oh, do you not? Do you have hair and makeup? And the guy's just like... No, sir. No, we, we do <laughs> not. 
And then he's like, by the way, I'm opening a bar in Hollywood, West Hollywood. My name's Tom. Partners, Tom. So we're calling it Tom Tom. And, the and guy's like, like the guy, yeah, the guy, the, 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 the LA DMV, uh, the least fun place on earth. Truly, uh, yeah. I'm like, this guy is not paid nearly enough to deal with this. So okay, then, then, then now we get to the Billy brunch, and it's Judgment Day has arrived. Judgment morning. So Lala's having, of course, a great. She's having a normal. She's having a great one. brunch, and, and Catherine has immediately clocked. Your, the outfit so why don't you why don't you explain of course of course i immediately clock she's wearing what looks like almost exactly the same dress as j-lo iconically from the 2000 grammy is that kind of like the slit right down the middle green well like, i really didn't know what i was talking about but yeah once when, i saw it like i totally it, get it yeah yeah, yeah it's like um, so was low it? The, cut. the south park guys wore it to the oscars as right a gag. yeah, yeah. It's, it's that iconic but she's got it kind of pinned a little differently to make it just slightly work appropriate uh but she's looking great and uh, she decides she's already kind of on edge about like wiping down menus or something. Probably because she's sick. Of, well, because her dad died. She's sick of playing this bullshit job. Um, <laughs> yeah. Her dad died before the season began, though. Well, I mean, you're going to tell her like when it's appropriate to mourn. Well, so uh, more on that to come. But she immediately decides to pull Billy aside because and I don't remember how any of this shit began. That's like an overarching theme. Like they're. I'm all, so I always, to, I always think I'm like missing something about how some central conflict began, but I'm like, you know, uh, if you get too focused on the details, you'll miss the big picture. She pulls Billy aside to like you know confront their beef, and Billy's trying to get in a word in, and of course Lala is the king. It's just like, just cutting like, her I off. do not. T- I am talking, and she just said, "You have passed judgment on me." And now it is time for me to pass judgment on you. <laughs> and like, I was fucking, really bracing like a little King bit. Solomon over here. I was waiting, like, where is this going? But, like, that it sort of gets diffused. But what doesn't is Lala overhears Raquel as James is setting up his... It doesn't really get diffused. His ma- you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't get diffused, it doesn't but it, like, fully it doesn't blow fully, up. like, explode. Yeah. What does is like, okay, James is setting up his DJ equipment. He's, He's back in Sir. Yeah. He's DJing. Raquel is, of course, pinned to the side of the DJ booth, kind of bopping out and, and taking Lala, selfies. Lala overhears Raquel tell someone else that... Apparently a friend of Lala's. A friend of Lala, that she's been playing the dad card quite a bit lately. The dead dad the card. The dead dad card. Earlier, we, uh, we've we heard about there's the fat card and the trans card have been played on this the show before. Folks be playing cards all over the place, pulling cards left and right. What is this? This is the goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and then, of course, Lala, Raquel. Raquel has no chance. Oh, she's no gonna, chance. She's always going to get fucking steamrolled, which I love. And Lala, you know, calls her out immediately. And Raquel's like, you know, um, sorry, but you have been. Uh, and Lala is is like pointing her finger in her face. Raquel's like, get your hand out. You're going to poke me in the eye. And meanwhile, I am just so it's a full blown confrontation. And I am just so jealous of these brunchers who had no idea that they were going to get brunch and a show this morning. Folks, Raquel versus Lala is like Sir Hugh of the Vale versus the Mountain in the jousting competition uh, in honor of a Ned Stark being named Hand of the Kid. (laughs) I watched watched that episode and I still uh, don't know what that means. And I don't don't explain Uh, it. Do not care to. All right. What I will say, hilariously, uh, Rick, no, Lala says to Rick, like, uh, what does he say? She says, you, you don't empower other women. No, Raquel says to Lala, she's like, I'm, Lala says, I'm about empowering women. Yeah. I'm about empowering other women. And Raquel's like, you're not empowering me. And she's like, because you don't deserve it. Bitch. Yeah, she's just like, I don't respect you. And uh, first of all, Lala... Who is she? Is she Megan McCain or something? The way she'd be bringing up her dad all the time—that's that's that's, what's that's the dad card well, right there. And to be a little fair, I haven't—we haven't seen that much of this on the show, so this is a little off-camera drama. Uh, but I, you know, and I—I I stand Lala so hard. But by the end of, she snipes and snipes, and then after she gets done with Raquel, there's kind of this back and forth. She's ranting at Brittany. You know, kind of like as a neutral party. Brittany looks scared as fuck. You know, so there are like these... Everyone kind of goes to their neutral corners and bitches in the corners. Uh-huh. And then 
Lala brings it back yet again. Well, I, and I this think, is when she starts to lose me. I think the best line of the season so far. Yep. Number one with a bullet goes to Lala when she says. She, to Billy. To to Billy, I don't think I'm better than people, but I know when I'm above someone. Yes. And I was like, preach, preach. Yep. I was like, again, Stasi knows how hard it is to write a book. I know what this feels like. Like when someone with less than a thousand followers replies to me on Twitter, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not better than you, but I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just, just looking down yeah, at you from exactly. an elevated plane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you heard it here. Uh, if you haven't written a book and uh, if you have a, less than a hundred followers, don't be stepping to us with your bands. Less than a hundred followers? Sorry, oh my God. Don't even, you know, <laughs> <laughs> KYS. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Billy steps into the crossfire again because to her credit, this is her brunch. And so she's trying to kick Lala out. She's, she's basically like, like, bitch, why are you like, still she's here? She's like, get the fuck out. And she's Even like, though I thought Lala was supposed to be uh, working. And then Billy says like, she's like, what are you doing here? And then Billy, and then Lala says, I'm charting on iTunes. What the fuck are you doing? No, no. She says that to James because, oh, right. because James, and again, in one of these little corner conversations, James comes over and, uh, sorry, to his credit, actually quite coolly convey is like, I don't, I didn't like how you talked to Raquel back there. And, um, Lala again, takes it right to 11 being like having fucked me is basically the only cool thing you'll ever have done. And, uh, I'm charting on iTunes right now. Again, relatable. No, that's not relatable. Vanderpod will be charting on iTunes, provided you like, review, and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Nice. Share. Nice. Ding. Okay. Hello. All right. All right. I'll be using um, that one soon. We'll be charting on iTunes. Uh, Lala, again, also hilarious insult, says to Billy, you're not even interesting to look at. You're not interesting to look or <laughs> talk or look at or something, which you're I love. You're not interesting to look at. I'm going to go ahead and call that transphobic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could, could be. Lala is... Uh, could be interpreted that way, and I'm sure Billy will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah lala's canceled um but yeah for once james was not the aggressor there yeah th- that surprisingly having like, come through the the tom's meltdown la- on the la- end of last episode and beginning of this one uh it's i think actually he, he's able to maintain his cool because yes. the tom's thing was about him right and this was about raquel who essentially he doesn't care about well yeah he never i was like just watch him he's not even gonna defend raquel and he <coughs> only does because it's really gone on for a while yeah i'm sure raquel was like get over there um but so yeah he actually maintains it's cool for once and lala 1000 percent doesn't until uh billy is like get the fuck out of my bar uh you're you're chasing business away get out of my brunch again would pay more if i had guaranteed drama at this uh undoubtedly shitty boozy brunch get out of my brunch I cast the out of the Garden of Eden. Mm. And that brings us to the end of these two episodes and uh, this episode of uh, Vanderpod. We've got a lot of good stuff ahead, we got, though. We got, 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 we're, we're going to Mexico. We're going to Mexico. we got the grand opening of TomTom. Uh, please keep listening, even if you're ahead in the show. You know... This is about this is this is about us, it's you know. It's about a fellowship, you know. This uh, is about me and Catherine. You, if you listen to this, you can tweet uh, at Will at whatever you want for a week, um, and mm, if I don't follow you, I won't be seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we'll we'll try and be cranking another one of these out soon. Yeah, so, we're we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to catch up. Thank you. Thanks to all, for bearing with thank us. Thank you to genuinely. all the nice people who DM'd me. It actually was quite sweet because I thought. Uh, you know, tens of people uh, were listening to this, but it turns out mm-hmm. uh, perhaps even dozens are. Were any, any of the people DMing you of the of the male persuasion? Well, yeah, of course. I want names. I want names, ads, screenshots. I want locations. Locations. Turn your, turn turn your, location, your location on, on bro. Coward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feel free to DM me or email me anytime. As always, Will. You can get my email address from Will. He's he'll hand it out. So. We will be back with you soon. Until it's next nice, time. It's nice to be back with you, Catherine. It is. It's very nice from our from our home, our, from our kitties. Seriously, put them. Give them. Give B the mic. You gonna say anything? <laughs> stop abusing our. Uh, stop abusing our beautiful she says, girl. She says no. Stop abusing our beautiful girl. Great. Should we say bye? Let's say bye. Bye. Until next time. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>